This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, November 23. In Squiz Kids Today, earthquakes and tsunamis rock Pacific. Turkey time in Washington. Squizzy takes on Twitter. And a good day for sharks. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. The Ring of Fire more than lived up to its dramatic name yesterday, with an earthquake in Indonesia causing widespread damage and another near the Solomon Islands triggering a tsunami warning. What's the Ring of Fire? It's a ring of fault lines in the Earth's tectonic plates that encircles the Pacific Ocean. Fault lines are where the tectonic plates, which make up the Earth's crust, meet. When the plates grind together, it causes earthquakes. Volcanoes are also commonly located on or near fault lines. And yesterday we saw two examples of the devastation that can occur when the ring of fire flares up. A hugely destructive earthquake shook the island of Java in Indonesia. It was even felt in the capital, Jakarta, where people were evacuated from high-rise buildings as they swayed back and forth. The strength of earthquakes is based on a combination of how hard the shake is and how deep into the earth the shaking happens. The Indonesian quake wasn't super strong, measuring 5.6 magnitude, but it was fairly shallow or close to the surface, meaning it caused a lot of damage. Many people were killed, more than 2,000 houses were damaged, and photos showed that many schools were among the buildings that collapsed. Rescuers worked throughout Monday night and all day yesterday to pull survivors out of the rubble. Meanwhile, a little way across the Pacific Ocean at around lunchtime yesterday, another earthquake shook the region. This one was a 7.0 magnitude quake, big enough to trigger a tsunami warning. A tsunami is a tidal wave caused by an earthquake out at sea. Thankfully though, while Solomon Islanders were instructed to get to high ground, a couple of hours later, the tsunami warning was withdrawn. I've stuck a link in today's episode notes to a map of the Ring of Fire, and those of you lucky enough to be Squiz Kids for School subscribers have a whole classroom worksheet on earthquakes and volcanoes. Get busy! globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed on the lawn of the White House, the US President's house in Washington DC in the United States, where a couple of turkeys are today breathing a huge sigh of relief. And that's because US President Joe Biden saved them from the chopping block in an altogether strange Thanksgiving tradition. Thanksgiving is the big holiday that takes place at the end of November every year in America. It's the biggest holiday in the States outside of Christmas. It's definitely a thing. And traditionally, families chow down on turkey at Thanksgiving. And so for several decades now, the American president spares one turkey from the fate of ending up in someone's oven. Except this year he decided to save two, called chocolate and chip. Hey. We don't make up the rules for these traditions, we just report on them. Gobble, gobble, gobble. 
Animal Kingdom. It's been a great week for the world's sharks, many of which are threatened with extinction. That's because an international meeting on endangered species has agreed to protect 90% of all sharks. Now, you may be wondering how on earth can these massive predators with extremely sharp teeth be endangered? I've got one word for you, soup. That's right, shark fin soup is a delicacy in many cultures, and the only way to make the soup is to chop off a shark's fin, which, unsurprisingly, causes the shark to die. The new agreement doesn't ban shark fishing completely, but now countries will have to sign off that sharks have been caught legally and sustainably. And that's good news for sharks and for the entire ocean environment, because when a predator is threatened, the whole ecosystem gets thrown out of whack. Every Wednesday, our good friend Squizzy the Newshound sticks his snout into Squiz Kids HQ and reports back on any misinformation or fake news he stumbled across on the internet. And today, he's sniffing around Twitter, the popular social media platform, after a few developments this week which could see it become the home of a whole lot more misinformation. This week, the new owner of Twitter, Elon Musk, yes, the same man that makes Tesla cars, let a certain person by the name of Donald J. Trump back onto the platform. The previous owners of Twitter had banned the former US president after they decided he had used Twitter to spread stories that weren't true. Now, the reinstatement of Trump on Twitter coincides with almost half of the Twitter workforce being sacked and many more of them resigning, prompting fears that moderators, whose job it is to sift facts from fiction and limit the spread of misinformation, have left the platform, meaning it's much easier now for anyone to say whatever they want, no matter whether or not it's true. These are interesting times we live in. And this, of course, is the perfect segue for me to remind you all about the importance of becoming a newshound. And, like Squizzy, remembering to stop, think, and check before believing everything you see, read, or hear on the internet. It's why we created the Newshounds Media Literacy Program for Primary School Kids, a classroom resource made up of eight fun podcasts and an accompanying website, student activity booklets and a teacher manual, all designed to make you critical consumers of media. Which is a fancy way of saying making sure you're a smart internet surfer. And the best bit? It's completely free. Get your teacher to sign up at squizkids.com.au. There's also a link in today's episode notes. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What predators of the ocean are sometimes killed for their fins? Yeah, that's right, they're sharks. Question number two. Which islands in the Pacific were issued with a tsunami warning yesterday? That's right, it's the Solomon Islands. Question number three. What kind of birds were given an official presidential pardon in Washington yesterday? Yeah, that's right, they were turkeys. Shout outs. It's November 23, only 31 days till Christmas. I can hear those sleigh bells starting to ring. 
It's also International Fibonacci Day, where we doff our cap to the Italian maths genius who came up with the Fibonacci sequence, in which each number is the sum of the two preceding numbers. Also known as Nature's Code, because it occurs regularly in nature. I've stuck a link to an explainer in today's episode notes. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Lily from Walpole, James from Newport, Ellen from Summersby, Holly from Appen, Dashiell from Perth, Lockie from Warnervale, Parker from Ulaberry, Joanna from North Willoughby, Tom from Carringbar South, Sam, Jack, Abe and Pat from Brisbane, and Saba from Melbourne. And a belated birthday shout-out goes to Isabel from Warner. And today's classroom shout-outs go to Class 56P and Miss Patterson at Mildura South Primary School. Class 56A and Miss Anderson at Adamstown Public School. Class 5B and Mrs. Brown at Brankston Public School. Classes 6H and 6N at Preston West Primary School. Class 1S and Ms. Sutton at Blaney Public School. And finally to Class HB8 and Miss Baker at Wungara Public School. And congratulations to the class on recently becoming champions in the National Mathematics Talent Quest. Wowzers! Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.